You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello, and welcome to episode 70 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey everybody, it's Sean, your lovely host of The Soul Forge, and with me today, who do we have? It's me, it's Jason. You're back for a third episode in a row. Of course. I'll come by every time, anytime you want me to. Awesome. How's it going? Going fantastic, actually. Yeah? Better than be expected with the miserable weather we've been having. Uh, it's been raining like cats and dogs. Uh, and don't you know it? I do, because I'm a mailman, and I was in it all day. Uh. Captain Damp. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. could be a new kids movie. It, there you go. Disturbingly. Yeah, let's not go there. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm thinking... What are we going to talk about this week? And we had all kinds of topics that we threw out there. We had uh, avoiding confrontation. We had uh, adult friendships. Uh, we had what else do we have? What else were we coming up with? So many, right? And, and yeah, I like the I, I like the avoiding confrontation part, but that just kind of would be, I think, a little too awkward. Certain situations. Well, that's right. And and we've had several. I would call them heavier episodes back-to-back. So I thought this one should be maybe a little bit lighter, more fun. Yeah, I agree. And what I thought was adult friendships, because you and I have become friends within the last year or so. Yep. Better than that, even. You've listened, as of today, you've finished listening to every single episode of Soulforge. I am caught right up to the one we're recording right now. There you go. And what you did, though is you listened to them in reverse order. Yes, I did. And how, how was that? Was that weird? Was it... Uh, well, you've never listened to podcasts before, right? Nope. Actually, the, uh, the Soul Forge is, was my very first podcast I've ever actually listened to. The Soul Forge broke your podcast virginity. It did. It, it, it popped my podcast cherry. Nice. Okay, <laughs> that made me speechless for a second. Hey. You know me better than that. I do. Yes, I shouldn't bring these things up if uh, <laughs> I shouldn't expect them to go that way. Okay, so... Um, and that's why we're friends, because you love my quirkiness. That is true. <laughs> Quite right, sir. That's why for the third episode in a row, I'm sitting here. Exactly. Love it. Good. You, you are liking doing a podcast. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah I could do this full-time if you wanted to, but I'd probably become annoying to the point where you want to tell me to go away. Like Captain America says, I could do this all day? Exactly. Yeah. To change that to my voice. I could do this all day. There you go. Maybe yeah. I will. Huh? You never right. know. So I'm thinking, you've listened to all 69 episodes, reverse order, opposite of the way that I did it. Yep. And what has been your overall impression? Like, you know way more about me now than I know about you, I'm guessing. I would say, yeah. I know some things about you that probably you may not even remember yourself right now. 
Right, because I record the episode and then I totally forget everything that I've said. And and I have a very good memory. Sorry. Uh, well, <laughs> I, well, it's because I do two podcasts, right? Well, you're kind of everywhere. And actually, not only have I done two podcasts, the Soul Forge and the Rusted Robot. For a year, I did uh, the Sci-Fi Waffle podcast with Paul Wright over in the UK. Yeah. Last night, I recorded with Seamus the first episode, introductory show of the classic original. Oh, yes. I remember you saying that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not sure when that's coming out. Uh, he has to edit it, and uh, we have to figure out a recording schedule and whatnot. But uh, So that's four podcasts that I've been co-host of, and I've guested on so many other ones. So I've been doing this for a long time. I don't know where I was going with that. Why was I saying that? I you kind of lost me at the at at at, at the why, but I kind of a real. Um, I'm gonna throw this out there and just say you were going. You were looking for my uh, opinion on the Soul Forge running yes. backwards, and with me being the uh, podcast virgin, yeah. so to speak, mm-hmm. how a rookie comes out and sees it. So I think you were just trying to portray your experience. There you go. That's what I was doing. I don't know why I lost all my train of thought. Because that's what sometimes friends do. We lose train of thought and we just talk about quirky things. That's right. And as my friend, you're there to pick up the train and put it back on the track for me. That's why I'm here. Good job. There you go. And now speaking of podcast virginity, since you've listened to all the episodes, you listened in reverse order to Wit's episode where he talked about losing his virginity and then a previous episode. I applaud that man. To be able to come onto a podcast and talk about something that... Deep and personal and deep. Mm-hmm. I applaud that man. Well, I don't know if I'd be able to, ever able to do it if I was in his situation. I don't think a lot of people could, but he's a brave man. Very brave. Yep. And actually, I want to send out my congratulations to Wit. He and his girlfriend Jody have gotten engaged. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Wow. I know. Incredible, right? Congratulations, Wit, buddy. Yep. You're- Congratulations. That's awesome. So I, he posted it on Facebook, and a lot of people thought he was joking, but he said, you know what? When you know, you know. And that you do. He showed the picture of the ring, and it's a great big honking ring, and he seems quite happy. She seems quite happy, so good for them. Yes, very good for them. Congratulations again, Wit. I look forward to the invitation in the mail. <laughs> yes. Or maybe not so much me, but Sean here. I'm, uh, yeah, I don't know when that's happening. But it's, it's pretty cool news, and I just wanted to update our listeners on Wit's life. So there we go. Well, that's a good update. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I thought you'd find that... Uh... Well, being that I've released, ba- I've listened back to, f- back, to, back to front, as they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you got to <laughs> Ending the beginning, I kind of got the end result so far of Wit's story, and, it's kinda, and then now I've got the update. That's pretty good. Exactly. Congratulations again, buddy. So some of the earlier episodes of Soul Forge... Yes. Uh, now that you've listened to those and they're fresh in your mind from today, how do you find the earlier episodes compared to the later ones? Be honest. To be in all honesty, I kind of felt the, the, the almost, I'm going to call it rookiness to your voice when you started out in the very first couple of episodes, oh. as in uh, no, episode number two, as in here's your host. Yeah. Um, it almost sounded like you were also new to it. And Which is weird because I'd been doing Rusted Robot for like, Three and a half, That's four where years. I was going, and knowing that you've done the Rusted Robot for so long before, but then again, this was your first podcast by yourself. Exactly, and as Josh, and talking about you and not not bouncing ideas off of somebody like exactly. I am with you right now. And Josh, my co-host on Rusted Robot, he always uh, 
calls those. And I did some be- when um, between the time he took over as co-host and when I lost Bridget as co-host, I did some episodes by myself, and, and they weren't very good. And uh, he calls those, oh, the Lonely Sean episodes. When I talk to myself... Yes, he did. I, I, I did listen to episode 218 of The Rusted Robot. I do believe that's your most recent. That is the most. And uh, I do remember hearing the word The Lonely Sean episodes at the beginning. Yeah, because there's a bit of uncertainty. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You told me to be honest, and you know me. I'm brutally honest. You are. It, 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 the beginning did sound like the Lonely Sean episodes. I'll agree with him on that. But I found them insightful because they were coming from a man who's not afraid to wear his heart on his sleeve and, and put it all out there for the world to see. I do believe that is the uh, the whole point of this Soul Forge podcast. It is. Because we're... For- You're putting your life out there and forging. Hoping, forging the souls. Yes. This is Kitty from Jump City Comics, and you're listening to the Soul Forge podcast. Forge your soul. To have other people learn yeah. from your life experience. Exactly. Talking about things that make people uncomfortable. Or that people and I'll tell you right now, I'm very thankful for what you've done. Really? You've made me realize a few things. Is that right? To be honest with you, I value, I value my, our friendship now more than I did before. I when we first that. met. I like that. I've come to I've come to be in touch with you more than you think, and and I, I no, I'm not hitting on you. We're not going back to the last episode of the. I didn't think we were. No, we're not going there. But Sean, I value as you as a friend. I know your life story now, and you know what? I am thankful for that. And since we just had Thanksgiving, that's an appropriate comment. Hey, I was gonna bring it up. I figured I'd let you get two words in there. I'll I'll, I'll be quiet now. Okay, awesome. <laughs> All right. So yeah, this episode is supposed to be about uh, making friendships uh, during adulthood. Adulthood. Can't say that word. But uh, I don't think anybody really can say that. No. Can you picture being back 17 years old thinking, I can't wait to be an adult? Yeah, no. 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 I, I, I can remember it, but you know what? I don't like it anymore. <laughs> right. I want to hand back the adult. I want to go back to being 15, 16, 17 years old, back to the day where... I was the type of boy that girls' fathers didn't want to meet, as I've said before. People always say making friendships when you're an adult is hard uh, because when you're a kid, you're in school together and you're thrown together into the mix mm-hmm. and you can't help but forge friendships with your classmates. And then even in college, it's, it's still pretty easy. And then you get older and you're out in the workforce and it's not necessarily as easy because you don't have things in common because when you're when you're uh, in college you're taking the same classes so that obviously means you're going for the same kind of life yeah you you got to have got the same goals in life or you have the you have the same sort of interests in your future endeavors yeah so you but can but I bond. can see what you're saying when you're when you're an adult and you're out in that world mm-hmm. looking to succeed in the uh, career path that you've chosen. Yeah, because then you're working with these people. You can't really be friends with their with your coworkers. Because you're kind of you can, com- but you can't. You're in competition. Exactly for the promotion, or you've got a family, and there's no time to have a social life. And most people have the same mindset. You know what? I don't have time to be friends with the people I work with. And and generally speaking, friendships in the workplace don't work. Yeah. In my personal experience, is that right? I actually work with a with a gentleman who I consider. A really good friend. but And we have agreed to keep the friendship outside of work. Because at work, him and I don't get along. At, at work, you don't get along? Oh, I can... Ver- at work, him and I... We get along. Like, we're civil with each other. But yeah. he'll, be, uh, he'll be down my neck, and I'll be at his throat. And it's just kind of... It's, it's a not nice situation if we let our emotions take away. I can totally understand that. And I have a similar story. 
which I will tell you right after this break from the ESO Podcast Network. We are the Metal Geeks Podcast, and on this show we have heavy metal, comic books, video games, movies, theme parks, and more. Wait, wait, wait. Comics? Yep. And movies? Exactly. Video games? Yeah. Metal? Of course. How does theme parks fit in this? It just does. All of us Metal Geeks can be found at MetalGeeks.net. At Metal Geeks for Twitter. Metal Geeks on Instagram. And Metal Geeks on the Facey Space. You can also find us on iTunes. Subscribe today. Metal Geeks. But going back to your story, not being friends at work, but being friends outside of work. Uh, when I worked at Home Depot, I, I worked there for about a year after the whole call center thing. Worst, worst job I ever had, but that's not the point of the story. Home Depot. Home Depot. Okay, I yeah. think I remember that from a previous episode. Yeah. Yes, and uh, I worked closely with Johan. I was the delivery coordinator, and he was the pro desk main guy, and uh, he would uh, do orders for contractors, and I would have to get them ready and stuff. Okay, and, and, he and hate... Johan's a good friend of yours. Yes. Yes, okay, yes. so I see. Okay. Yeah, and so this was uh, maybe like 11 years ago that I met him. And uh, so we worked together, and he would always uh, bust my balls about how I would stack the orders and pack things together. And he's like, that's not how you do it. And for like the whole year, all he did was uh, pretty much berate me, I guess you could say. You're supposed to be friends. Well, we weren't. see where I'm talking about. We met at the Home Depot. Okay, so, I, so this was the start. Okay, yeah, okay. and and once in a while, when there was downtime, we we talk about Star Trek because we both loved it, and I, I couldn't believe that he liked it too, because he just he seemed like a like a, a gruff kind of Frenchman kind of guy, you know, with uh, knowing Johan, yeah, into yeah. into heavy machinery and all that stuff. Not he looks like he when you see first look at Johan, he looks like the man's man kind of guy that doesn't you know sit you, at home and watch Star Trek or anything like that. He's you yeah. figure he's out in the garage working on a motorcycle or something. Exactly. You wouldn't know he's a geek, but he is. Uh, so what happened during that time is uh, I got engaged to Trish, Bishop's mom. Okay. And I showed the ring around to uh, a lot of the co-workers. And he said to me, well, why didn't you show me? And I'm like, well, I didn't think you'd care. He's like, well, of course. I'm like, oh, okay. So that happened. Uh, and then I was leaving to go work at the post office. And as I was saying goodbye to all the people, he's like, make sure you keep in touch. <laughs> I actually remember that from a previous episode now that you've mentioned okay. it. Yeah, I remember a that story. And, and I was shocked. I'm like, why would I do that? You can't stand me. He's like, oh, no, I think you're a great guy. You're just, you're just a shitty worker. I'm like, oh. <laughs> sort, sort of same situation as I am. Him and I work great outside of work. I mean, if him and I, you know, we've run into each other at the bar and whatever, and it's mm-hmm. been a good old time. But yep. at work, we just don't get along. Exactly. He wants me to do things his way, and I don't want to do things his way. Exact same situation. That's yep. right. Yep. yep. So he uh, he was he became the the, the best man at the, at the wedding to Bridget. Uh, he gave me and introduced me to cheese fondue. He's taken me out. Uh, cheese fondue. Oh, it's the best. Have you ever had cheese fondue? I think you're gonna have to introduce me to it. Uh, yeah. Okay. He he got me. Him and his wife Heather got me a. Uh, a super deluxe cast iron pot, and it's it's fantastic. So he forged his way into your soul. He did. He did, surprisingly and unexpectedly, and it's become a great friendship. Uh, you heard Heather on, I believe, episode 14. She was my first guest on the show. Yep. And uh, it's similar situation to what you had, but you can make friendships when you're an adult. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Like, look at us. Uh, we met because my girlfriend and your wife were friends since college. Yep. And Cheryl needed help. 
you needed help. I needed help. What you needed help moving a toilet out of your house. That's right. That's that was the right. first time I ever met you. Ah, uh, yes. And I was the strange guy showing up with what is now your girlfriend at your house. I was kind of, I, I was in the awkward situation of feeling like the odd guy in the room. I bet. I didn't know what to, what to think because your current girlfriend asked me to help you. Right. And I was the guy with the truck. I just, and that's the part I played. Yeah, because you had the trailer. I was the guy with the truck and the trailer. Yeah. So you took out And the I old... just showed up. Yeah. And I took, I took away your dirty toilet. Took away my dirty toilet. And that's where our friendship started. Well, yeah. And then I didn't see you for, I don't know how long. Oh, I don't even know. I think it's got to be about six months. And and then uh, the next time I saw you, we were, we were shoveling dirt into dirt her, into her backyard. Yeah. With that same trailer. Right. Exactly. Because <laughs> she needed to re-landscape or something. Yep. Yeah. And then um, we all started hanging out. It's just, been, been, it's been there. It's just became, it's just it became a thing. Like a natural friendship. Right. I'm sitting here as your co-host for three in a row for an amazing podcast. So we're here to show and prove that you can make new friends when you're old. Oh, for sure. I'm living proof. Yes. I think we talked about this before we started. We did. Yep. And, and even uh, Tracy, who sometimes hosts with me, uh, we became friends four years ago. We met at the post office, and uh, we just clicked. Yep. So, yeah, it's it's not as hard as people think, because people always say it's so hard. Exactly. And I, like I was telling you before, it's not that hard. All you really got to do is just walk up to somebody and start talking. You are crazy when you do that. Oh, you think so? Yes, because we've, we've gone to different places, and you'll just start having a conversation with some random person, and then later we're walking away, and I'm like, how do you know that person? Don't know that person, just met him for the first time. I'm like, well, you were talking to him like you knew him for 20 years. It, it, it's very simple. I mean, I, I've heard, I, I talk to all my friends and I've talked to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I talk to random strangers. Yeah, you do. That's because I, I, I trust. Yeah? I lay a lot of trust in my fellow man. Oh, how's that working out for you? So far, so good. Nice. I have no problems. And, and, and it, it's, it's a fear. It's, you got to get over a fear. Uh, I have at the one, fear. At I, one point in time, I couldn't talk to anybody. Because I don't, I don't. I stayed to myself. Mm-hmm. I, I only talked to the people in my inner circle of friends. And I, and, and I kind of woke up one day, and this was because of my now ex-girlfriend. And I, I kind of asked myself why. I mean, if you really don't like me, don't talk to me. Yeah, it makes sense. And I've had those people. I'll be standing in line at the bank or at the, at the gas station waiting to pay for my fuel. And I'll just be like, it'd be taking a long time and... You know, it'll be one of those days and I'll look at the person in front of me and be like, well, is anybody working here? And if they respond, they respond. If I don't, whatever. But if you respond, I'll make you laugh. Why not? And it's like a little mini bond. Exactly. Like I uh, may not ever see you again. I may never ever talk to you again. But the, the ugliness of my face is now burned into your mind. <laughs> it's like the, uh, the main character in Fight Club says when he's talking to Tyler Durden on the airplane. Ah, that's the nicest uh, single serving friendship I've ever had. There you go. Yeah. I've always remembered that quote from that movie. I've seen that movie a long time ago. Well, you're due for a rewatch, and I have it here. It's a good movie. Really? Yeah, of course I do. I think I might have to take you up on that offer. You just might. There you go. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's pretty much it when it comes to adult friendships. Uh, you can make new ones pretty easily. Uh, sometimes you have to work at forging them. Uh, and, but you also have to maintain the friendships you've had for, for years and years. Oh, that is for sure. And those people will actually help you meet new people as well. Especially if they're long distance like mine. Yes. Other than you and a couple select friends that I've, that I've got, that I've made while living here. Yeah. 
Every one of my friends lives about nine hours away. Same, because I've got people in Sault Ste. Marie, which is five hours away. I've got people in North Bay, which is four hours away. People in Sudbury, which is three hours Hey, I never hours asked away. you this question. Yeah. Where's your closest family member, the Sioux? Well, besides Bishop, who lives here in town. Well, uh, I mean, uh, I meant like your family other than I, your offspring. I do have a cousin who lives just outside of North Bay. Okay, so there's four hours. Yeah, but everybody else mostly lives in the Sioux, and then I have a bunch of family that is... So you're in the same sort of situation in, as me. In Toronto. A little bit of, my, my family lives just north of Toronto and Orangeville. So all my friends, all my family are from down there. Yeah. That's another reason why I keep the, 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 the op, op, option of making friends so easily mm-hmm. open. It's a good idea. Because I don't have anybody other than you and a buddy of mine who lives down the street and Julie's, Julie's family, my wife's family. Right, because you're not from here. I'm not from here. Well, it's like when I first came up here 15 years ago, I was working at the call center, and I didn't know anybody. I knew my buddy Renee, because he'd moved up here. That's how you met Trish. That's how I met Trish. Everybody who had gone to the call center were in a class together, training for a month. And so they all had these strong bonds, or they knew each other from high school, or whatever. But I came up here, and I wasn't in a class, because I had already trained down in North Bay, and so I was just put on the floor, and didn't know anybody. And mm-hmm. I had to build up uh, a brand new life and a new friendship uh, base right from the start. Well, unless you have a career company, that's kind of how it is with every company you go to work for. That's true. You're the new guy, the fresh guy. Nobody knows you. You know nobody. Yep. And you're just standing there as the white sheep, the black sheep of the, in, in, in the flock. Yeah, not knowing what to do. Not and knowing who, not knowing where, not knowing what, looking like the, looking like the rookie. Feeling out of your element. Exactly. Yeah. It's like when I joined the post office uh, 11, 12 years ago. I didn't know anybody. I know them all now. Are we are we great friends? No, I've I've hung out with a few of them outside of work, but it's it's like you said, it's it's a it's a work thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and we talk about going for a drink, or getting together for a movie or something, but it uh, it, it doesn't always happen. Everybody's busy. Everybody's too busy in this world. Yeah, gotta slow down. It's yeah. You know what? I, if I could give one big piece of advice to everybody uh, in the world, I would say you know what? Drive to Tim Hortons. Get yourself a coffee or a tea or a cappuccino or whatever you drink. Find a chair Mm -hmm. and sit on your front porch. And then? Just for the length of your drink and just watch the world. Let it slow down in front of you. That's that that just just do that once or twice a week. Mm -hmm. I people watch all the time. I'll sit out on my porch and watch people drive by. And you can tell the people who are in a hurry. They drive like idiots. Yes, they do. In school zones. I live in a school zone. I'm so My house is surrounded by three different schools. And you wanted how many times I want to let my vehicle roll out in the road and let them hit the... Cause, just to slow them down because they're stupid. People are moving way too fast in this world. They're, they, they throw friendships out the window like it was nothing. Yeah. Uh, people who throw relationships out the window like it's... Like they're disposable. It, it's, it's ridiculous. I blame smartphones and the internet. I, I blame... But technology. Most, I, I will. Yeah. I will go and say technology. I, I wish we could all go back into the day where an agreement is is verbal and a handshake. You shake on it. Exactly. You shake on it. Mm-hmm. You know, Sean. I need you to do this for me. Shake your hand, and you're going to take care of it. That's it. As it should be. A man's a man's handshake is worth his weight in gold. Yep. I remember when there were three channels on. Yep. And we all experienced the same pop culture events. Exactly. And now everybody's scattered to the winds. And distracted. You can and, download anything you want. Yeah, and you can't even think. And anybody can get a hold of you at any time, and it's just not good. Mm-hmm. So. 
And I'm one of the first crazy ones to turn my phone off at night. What? Yep. Wow. Between the hours of 9, 10, depending on when I go to bed. Like you actually physically turn it off off? I turn it off off. I have an alarm clock. I turn uh, it off. Okay, because I use my phone as my alarm clock, but between uh, 10.30 and 6.40, no notifications will come through because that's it. Well, that's the way I am now because I, I, I kind of have to. Yeah. I don't have a, I, I'm a hard sleeper and I, I have a pregnant wife. Yeah. My alarm clock will wake her up and oh boy. Big trouble. Oh, I don't hear, I hear about it all day. So I, I, the sound that wakes me up in the morning now. The sound of crickets on my cell phone. Nice. Okay. Other than that, my ringer's off. There you go. You call me at 1 o'clock in the morning, I'm not answering it. And if I do, I think it'd be very pleasant. Okay. But everybody's too busy in the world. They got to sit back. Back to the pointing, back to the topic. They got to sit back, take your time, get a coffee once or twice a week. Just sit back and watch the world. And get to know somebody as well. Exactly. Forge that friendship. Make it deeper. Don't be afraid to talk to the guy standing in line at the Tim Hortons while you're waiting for your coffee in the morning. Or listen to 70 episodes of some dude's podcast. Yeah, exactly. Right? Hey. So many options. I got 208, 206, 217 sorry, episodes of The Rusted Robot to catch up on now. That's true, plus the supplemental episodes. Exactly, but I think I'm going to go from start to finish this time. Not in reverse order. No. Do it. That's You know what, that's cool, because you can see how the uh, the Rusted Robot podcast evolved over time. Greetings, Starfighters. It's Sean from the Rusted Robot podcast. Join me and the Rusty crew as we break down the latest geeky movie trailers, talk about TV, comics, toys, games, casting news, and all things nerdy. Find us on all your favorite podcast apps, the ESO Network, and at therustedrobot.podbean.com. The Rusted Robot Podcast, your source for geek since 2014. The Rusted Robot Podcast. Think about it. And how the format changed, and the co-hosts changed. Exactly. And all that good stuff. Exactly. So that sounds like an exciting adventure for you. It's going to be epic. It is going to be epic. And that is our episode for this week, adult friendships. Well, I'm glad to be your friend, Sean. I'm glad to be your friend, Jay. Thanks for uh, coming by the forge. Anytime you want, buddy. All right. And, oh, guess what? Yesterday I spent the day changing the end credit themes for the both podcasts. Oh, really? So it's going to be different. So our listeners should uh, hang on and listen to that. I've updated it. I've freshened it. So that's new as of today. New as of today. Ooh. So that's exciting. I think I'm going to listen to this one. Yep, you should. And uh, so, listeners, thanks for coming by The Forge again, and uh, listen to the new end credits. Check out all our social media. Go to soulforgepodcast.com, and we'll talk to you next week. And until then, remember, when it is time to go, be gone. Stop convincing yourself to stay in unwanted environments. This has been another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Find us on Twitter at soulforgepod, or email the show via soulforgepodcast at gmail.com. Soul Forge is a production of Sean Vanderloo and Friends. You can find Sean on Twitter and Instagram at Darth Vaderloo. Remember to visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links and share the show with everyone you know. Thanks for stopping by the Forge. We'll keep the fires lit until your next visit. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.